and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there's not the English language about. Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter and KCSGE. Follow the show that is at HEFPod on Twitter. Um, hey, I'm Jeff Frankfurt at gmail.com is where you can always drop us an email and we can read it out or to, uh, any other uh, podcast suggestions as well. We also take criticism <laughs> in our stride. Uh, Facebook.com slash HEFPod is where you can find all the English language news covering the Eintracht all in one place, including new episode drops as well. And uh, here we are recording another episode. Uh, We mentioned last week that um, we would be just doing the one uh, standard episode and we would be covering two matches as Eintracht was in in the middle of uh, Ingoche Volka. So here to talk about Wolfsburg match and Gladbach match is Roman and Bad Philbel. What's up? What's hey. up? What's up? Hello from good old Bad Philbel. Bad Philbel, really bad. <laughs> I mean, Philbel is nice, but you know, the situation so, is really bad. Roman, have you ever talked about how the town got bad beforehand? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I talked about bad as Bath. Right, so it's a bath city, so um, uh, it is. Okay. So it's the German word for bath. So it's kind of like, um, you know, when you're sick, when you got heart problems, for example, you can get some mm-hmm. of the good but fibble water, right? So our our miracle here is water, and uh, yeah, you could just go the drink springs. it, and the miracle springs exactly, especially for money. <laughs> yeah, it's the best thing, you know, take something free out of the ground and sell it for shitloads of money. And you can sell it for even more if you put like, you know, a little healing uh, or some health stuff on it. Um, uh, not saying that we're doing that, right? But um, right. Uh, it's very perhaps, high carbonated. Perhaps so can, the team could use it, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They they really should. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's get right to it. Um, mm. First matchup yeah, was not. the Friday match, uh, Eintracht versus Wolfsburg. Uh, this was in the Motor City of Germany, that is. Uh, <laughs> and that ended up us losing to the Volkswagen crew 2 1, uh, as Veghorst as uh, was the culprit scoring the goals for Wolfsburg. They looked the better team, I'm not going to lie. Uh, once we took the lead uh, via a DOST penalty conversion, I very much was thinking that with the way that we lined up, I'm like, okay, we're going to be going a little bit more gung-ho for the Gladbach game, and the likelihood is that we're going to get it right in the butt if we don't get this perfect. And, you know, instead, we didn't exactly try and go for it. Wolfsburg is a team that up until that point had yet to be defeated, on the Bundesliga season, and, you know, same complaints, Roman. The same complaints mm. did not push through, and uh, here we are. That's what I feel. I'm like, what shall I say? You know, I've, all my thoughts are, you know, the same things we've been saying over and over and week after week after week again. It's just like, you know, it's just a repetition. Uh, there's almost nothing to add. You could probably take an uh, episode, I don't know, take anyone after the uh, Hatta, no, Hatta, not, yeah, whatever, after whatever match, you know, from Bielefeld match, 
and uh, I think we would we would say the thing we would kind of say very similar stuff uh, to the overall game, and it has not changed at all. I would even say it got worse. Well, you but know, we get that in the, in the that Gladbach first game. draw versus that first draw that started the streak. You know, we got that, sure, we got that disappointing draw with uh, Bielefeld, but then we rattled off the two wins against Hoffenheim and Hertha, and October 3rd seems a very long ways away, and when we had that draw uh, on the 18th with Cologne, I mean, that's just annoying. Uh, that's mm. just annoying enough to drive anyone crazy, and here we are, you know, Eintracht. Are they in a respectable position within the table? Yes, 10th place is, considering our history in the Bundesliga, uh, maybe not in the recent seasons. You know, 10th place is not something to, you know, be really too upset about, but it's more the manner that has brought us to this point. We're not exactly a Mainz or a Schalke, but, you know, there was, we had some more positivity leading to the season, and here, I mean, look, here we are. I would almost say they're like all gone. You know, like I don't, if I, I totally lost trust and faith in, in the team, you know, and, and, um, and we cannot, you cannot, you can never rest. I mean, those is where the both games are uh, very similar, right? First you go one, uh, you, you go ahead uh, with goals, you know, and, and then you cannot defend it, obviously, as we've yeah. mentioned many a times. And uh, we, we're always good to concede. And yeah, so I mean, we don't want to jump right away to the to the Gladbach game, but I started betting money now. Um, I did against the Gladbach when we were three one ahead. What I did is I put a euro down on a draw, uh, and it was uh, I mean just fifteen euros, but at least you know it's the fifteen, and that's what I'm going to do and from now on all the time. You know, whenever Frankfurt is in the lead, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet money for uh, for a draw, um, hmm. and and maybe even for losing. You know, because like. And I should have waited even. That's the other thing. If I waited three more minutes longer, it would have been like uh, 30 times the outcome, which means I would have invested a euro and I would have gotten 30 out of it. Um, <laughs> but there was uh, right before the penalty, uh, 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 not the penalty, the almost penalty that they got, you know, when uh, when when the ref, uh, when, when it was outside the box. But uh, it's, it's just, um, yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, and I and I we can't put it down to a player, right? Like from time to time, every every now and then, a player sucks, you know. Whether it's uh, Il Sanka in in the in the uh, in the Wolfsburg game, um, but you know, basically being on the forefront of 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 conceding the goals. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not only individual individual mistakes, but. More and more we talk about this match, the more and more I'm just like, uh, let's get on to the more recent calamity. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Eintracht and Borussia Mönchengladbach played out to a 3-3 draw. And, um, <clears throat> you know, headed into the match, we were not very confident. But, you know, getting a result against Gladbach team, who, let's be, let's be frank, I would say that there are five legitimate European contending uh, quality teams, of uh, which make up uh, Bay, uh Dortmund, Leipzig, 
Munchen, Leverkusen, and Gladbeck. The only uh, four of those playing it all made four of those made the Champions League a knockout phase, and Leverkusen, who lead the Bundesliga table and who play us in the Pokal in our very first match when we come back in the Bundesliga uh, after our two-week winter break. Yeah, that's uh, they made it to the Europe week knockout phase. Us getting a result against one of those five teams that you know is going to bring extreme high-end quality is not something to scoff at, kind of like the way that I kind of, some of us were scoffing about the Dortmund result, though go figure that we would have helped out in uh, making a Bundesliga change Mm -hmm. (laughs) at that club. But Mm -hmm. anyways, um, if you had told me you would get a draw, I would have said, yes, I will take that. The manner of the draw is just disturbing because... Look, we gave up the first goal to Stindl, and I was like, ah, crap. But I figured, you know what? We've shown fight beforehand, and this is a time that we need to show it again. And go figure, uh, the remainder part of the first half was quite great. Uh, um, Two goals from open play, uh, a penalty goal for Silva. Silva's second goal, I mean, you know, one that long ball that just cut through the defense and Silva laid on for Silva, and Silva just slots it in. That's the kind of that's the kind of goal scoring that uh, goal scorer that any team needs to be able to do well in the season. And God forbid uh, he goes down long term for a long term injury, things can get really nasty. Um, and uh, Barcock, he got brought back into the fold along with Eunice, and his goal was, to me, possibly the not the filthiest goal you could ask for. I mean, the last time I saw something that uh, technically gifted of a goal from the Eintracht was when Silva and Kamada combined when we uh, beat Hertha last spring. That was quite uh for me i'll try and stick it to the positives right here and and the fact that uh there you saw the kind of example of what i track can do when they are going full gung-ho and at least that's a lot more positive than we have looked from the offensive standpoint in weeks that's true. So from the offensive side, yeah, that's true. Um, there is a little bit of, um, uh, or there not a little bit. There is an improvement. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I would say the positive side is that they they don't really play bad. You know, you can never really put it to uh, put the losses and everything to bad play. Like it almost almost seems like bad luck, right? You could oh, if you ooh, really if, bad, if it bad luck. if it. If it, if it wouldn't be so repetitive, so of course, if bad luck repeats all the time, maybe it's not only luck, you know, but I mean, if you're up uh, two, one, uh, two, one, uh, two goals, so to say, three, one, and um, and you only have a few minutes to play down the clock, and then, you know, something stupid like this with a, a red card, so to say, for Abraham or like the yellow red card, and uh, and then you just you just can't withstand, you know, that can be I don't know, but yeah, 
I'm I'm I I feel helpless, right? So I I I'm so glad that I'm not the coach, right? Because <laughs> I wouldn't really know. I couldn't tell you what to. I mean, he even tries to change. You know, I thought with with the journey, with the journey, uh, he, he was a great addition to the team, and also Barcock um, at, at early. You know, having start early. You know, compared like he couldn't even say that Hütter now kind of gets stuck with um, uh, with his with his type of play, or um, I mean, like of course, uh, in the end, like after the red card, we just had to make so many changes. Um, that maybe there you could maybe criticize. Um, I mean, he he just put on the the typical um, players that uh, I don't know. I don't. The question is, you know, did Abraham leaving, of course, uh, of a, from a core position in, in the defense, um, and he was not being able to replace even by taking uh, you know offensive side out, right? And this kind of shows like where we are, right? You can't bring stability into our defense. And and like I said, everyone, everyone, whether it's Bielefeld, whether it's Cologne or Schalke, and we might talk about this at a later stage, everyone will be able to score against Frankfurt. I'm telling you, Schalke will break the um, uh, the their, uh, their long um, um, streak of losing against Frankfurt. Like you can already almost bet money on that, right? If you really want to bet money, you can you can take some money, put it on that Schalke will be the only team uh, beating Frankfurt. Um, We're going to have to develop like a betting corner just for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, actually, I do not. I do not advertise uh, any any bets or any uh, any uh, game of lucks, right? So I only put down one euro max per bet, and then I go high risk, right? So now with Frankfurt, I'm pretty happy because there's everything is high risk. Um, you just gave me yeah, an idea small, of uh, small our risk, first high sponsor, outcome. Roman. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I would. I would. Uh, though I wouldn't uh, gambling addiction is nothing that we should be laughing at, so. Uh, maybe we'll exactly. Back on that. Yeah, and you shouldn't, and people shouldn't be gambling, right? Because that's uh, um, that's just it's stupid. It's wasting money. Yeah, that's basically what it is. But I lose a lot. I just win every every tenth game. I I win. I I lose nine out of ten. The most important thing is that you bet on odds more the higher than ten. That's what you got to do. Um. Anyways, we're not here talking about my my betting history. Um. But it just goes to show, you know what. What what there is to do, I don't even know, right? I mean, right. Uh, the funny thing is now Dortmund, right? They quit their job, like they they had they let Favre go. Mm -hmm. And why why do I talk about this? Obviously, Adi Hütter is not point of thought uh, um, for for any higher club, as far as I know, right? And I think not anymore. Uh, not anymore, exactly. Yeah, because people found out. I wouldn't say found out, but maybe there's not so much to him as uh, we all expected, right? And in all fairness, right? Like we are we are not the team, you know? Maybe we are not the team who, um, you know, I mean, Gladbach with Rose now. I mean, now they got like in, back in full swing and now Rose is in talks for Dortmund, right? So um, maybe it's good to have somebody like Adi Hütter. Maybe he's the right fit for Frankfurt, right? Not too, very ambitious, um, but not, good enough maybe so he can you know he can enjoy a good time in frankfurt but uh, what what i think what needs to be done is they need to they need to uh, sit back and really analyze uh, the season and 
and unofficially, right? And because like what I, I hear all the time, also from Bobich, hmm? yeah, I do think that the winter break, even though it is very brief, it will give them time to go over. I mean, you know, during the week, look, I. And all of us kind of figured when we were not playing in the Europa League, we're like, hey, you know what? We can really surge at the table. We can benefit yeah. from the fact that everyone else is going to be dropping points, you know, like, you know, uh, leaves fall off a tree in the fall. We thought that we would benefit from mm-hmm. that uh, just playing one match a week, uh, obviously with the Pokal. But, you know, that didn't kind of come out to uh, fruition, or at least hasn't so far, even though uh, other teams are dropping points in that same manner. So, I mean, there's still plenty more to play on the season. Uh, we're only one-third of the way through the season. We're mid-table. We're yeah. not look. We're not, look, there's a difference between a Schalke and a Mainz, who, are, uh, who have been continuously yeah. at the bottom. Uh, Bielefeld. But you know like, what I'm lacking. Even Bielefeld's match, like they they got that one on us, and I am 100 certain that if we play them like nine more times over the course of the season, that there will be nine wins for the Eintracht. They just they got us that one time, and if you look the way that they have gotten results, you know they're few and far between and it's basically them playing super defensive and catching that team that one time that they needed and convert converting it so i mean the BL mm, take yeah. that I mean, for what I'm, it is. I'm i'm with you um that the uh, um the winter pause even though it's short will be will be hopefully the game changer for us and yeah and that's i mean that's the good part of it is that there's potential to come back Right, there's potential to strike back strong, uh, in, in, in like we can win, we can win lots of games. We we drew uh, in the Hinrunde, right? So we can win a lot of games in the Rückrunde that we drew against in the Hinrunde, um, or lost. But yeah, what, see what I'm lacking a little bit is you know the the crit- critical self respect uh, reflecting attitude from the leadership right i I don't even mean adi hütter i mean like more from bobic you know i i hear them all like uh like yeah it's as expected and yeah you know we're having good games a little bit of bad luck you know it's not really not it's it's i mean where we came from is that this was supposed to be our awesome season without europa Right, without the whole um, uh, double, uh, three different um, um, uh, cups to fight for, and uh, we were supposed to go go out strong, and this is not happening. And we got a good team. I mean, our team is, I mean, for way for more points, you know, ready for more points. And I don't mean even like the Gladbach, right? I I also agree with you against Gladbach. You can do a draw. That's uh, probably most of us would have signed that uh, beforehand, but you know it's the way, uh, the way it's, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope they do this only outside, right? To us, they can be like, yeah, everything is according to plan, everything is nice, everything is correct, and everything is good, everything is well. But as long as they internally, you know, really talk openly about what's, that's we obviously won't won't, won't know. Well, let's right. just hope it. I think we can all agree that as long as the right questions are being asked and they are plotting a course for uh, changing, you know, getting the right results to return. 
you know, maybe they'll happen this weekend. Mm. Maybe they won't. But the fact of the matter yeah. is that uh, I don't think that we're going to be making any coaching change anytime soon. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of noise happening in the Bundesliga. And, uh, well, you know, we'll kind of take it in mm. our stride. Our final match of the uh, the truncated Hinrunda is upon us. So we'll get to that in just a jiffy. Um but now, Roman, we're going to go to our segment breaker. Uh, hashtag, what are we drinking? Um, do you have anything to add to our collection of no, beers and I'm other so sorry, beverages I... for hashtag, what are we drinking? You don't have to be drinking it right now. but uh, I don't have to drink it right now. So here it is. Uh, I, have a, uh, I have a rum, 80% rum right here. right? So, um, And I have a cone of sugar. And I'm not drinking it right now, actually. But so what you can do is you can have Glühwein. Mm. Uh, take these little pieces of sugar and you put that basically on a little uh, kind of like tweezer or whatever on, in, on on the cup. So you have Glühwein on top of the sugar. You put a little bit of 80% rum on the sugar uh, so that it's kind of like a little bit soaked. And then you light it on fire. <laughs> and what happens is that the, that the sugar will caramelize so, right obviously the 80 percent rum burns like a, like a like like hell and the sugar burns as well and caramelizes on top and the caramelized sugar drips into the glühwein Ooh. right with a little bit of rum flavor so we call this feuerzangenbowle so which is kind of like a, a, a fire tongue um, uh, you know, because you put the sugar on a little tongue. So fire tongue um, uh, bowl, so to say, right? <laughs> and uh, Google it. Look at the photos. Usually you do it like with a big cauldron kind of, right? So, right. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a famous German Christmas market edition this time. But you can also buy these single cups with a little tongue on it. Uh, so... That's, I would to, say Feuerzangbohle. Is there a Christmas market in Bad Fibber? Ah, uh, no, everything is no, no, no Christmas markets here this this season. Everything is closed, rightfully so, right? But yeah. Michael um, has spoken, and everything is closed. Exactly. Yeah, <sighs> she, she, and our governors—they are ruling. Well, I mean, gotta be the in charge somehow, yeah. some way. And uh, yeah. things have just not been going very well, despite the fact that the vaccine is out. And I think uh, some people are almost thinking, oh, uh, I can finally let loose. No. Once you see, to use an American football reference, if you see, if you are running, if you're the running back, you go through the hole, you happen to see the end zone, you're not just going to, you know, take it easy at the end. You're going to run all the way to the very end until you cross that finish line when you have mm -hmm. officially taken the vaccine. You don't just uh, ease up earlier. Otherwise, you get tackled from behind. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is, but what are, what are you drinking, Brian? <laughs> So um, I got this from uh, Trader Joe's here, which is a, a high, I guess a high end, higher end grocery store chain here in the United States. Uh, Boatswain uh, chocolate stout. Uh, got Ooh. this. Uh, show, show me. Show, show it to the a, camera. I mean, our podcast yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Oh just yeah. Out of the cam mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, how to go at it. It's 
it's not as heavy of a stout as you would expect, but the chocolate notes are right there at the tip of your tongue, and it's actually been a very enjoyable uh, beverage for the season. If anyone's wondering uh, why I've not put Gloomvine up, uh, uh, have added that just yet, oh, trust me, I've got... Uh, Got a pre-made uh, uh, bottle of that uh, that's just waiting to be used, and I'll bring that on to the, probably the next. Yeah, probably Trader. Probably Trader Joe's. They do have Glühwein, right? I think they do. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, one yeah. manufacturer who has it there. Uh, so I yeah, since they're la- since they're like by Aldi, so they're like Aldi uh, chain company. So mm-hmm. um, they should have. They usually have good German. Good German exactly. stuff selection, and they also have Henninger Henninger beer, right? So I've not checked seen that out it yet, but I've always really on. I've always been okay. On so remember, Kansas City has okay. got two states, and you can get better stuff in Missouri. So uh, that's where I usually shop, not the Kansas one. But I found this one and the Kansas one. So there you go. So that's <laughs> wrap it up for hashtag What are we drinking? Uh, to that, I say Frost. And we'll be back with segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt for more discussion about the Eintracht men's and women's. So stay tuned. And we're back, segment two of Hey Eindracht Frankfurt. We mentioned the women's. Um, there's a special interview coming out. Roman, uh, you and I uh, were in there for an interview with oh, none yeah. other than oh, the yeah. the bunny and foosball god, or I don't know if that'd be the right way to refer to her as, but uh, Laura Yeah, yeah we're a little bit biased. We can do. Yeah, exactly. Laura, if you're listening. She was yeah. great. Thanks for yeah, yeah. So totally. that episode is uh, going to be released very shortly. Uh, recorded just this week. Sadly, they did not have a good day out against uh, against uh, Bayern. One nil loss, so not too even though bad it was tight. The... We could say, I think if it would be not the score bad. for the men's, we would be like, oh, okay, you know, good chances. Laura Freigang had some good good chances, but. In the interview that we had with her, that really kind of set the tone for me and uh, how she talked about, you know, scoring two goals against Freiburg, but still losing three to two. She would rather have gotten the result and not scored a goal. Mm. I thought that was really the show, uh, really the mindset that many other professionals on this team could, uh, men's and women's, should also be showing because that's the sign of a winner and she has got a bright future ahead of her. So um, we played Werder Bremen at the Deutsche Bank Park, uh, the Waldstadion, uh, right at the beginning of the season, and destroyed those guys. I think it was a 5-1 victory. So we're hoping for something a little bit better uh, this time around. Uh, this is going to be also their final match before they go into their own winter piles. So fingers crossed that the Eintracht takes over from there and starts moving up the table because they've gone through the heavy gauntlet of all the high-end teams all in a row. So the teams have been just dropping points and falling down the table like a rock because they've been playing mm-hmm. all the very best teams. Your Potsdam, your Wolfsburg, your Bayern, all three in a row. And, you know, that means that you got to pick up the results elsewhere. So Now. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to pick up the results, and I think they will. I think they are um, ambitious enough. You know, got big plans. Um, they got a good, 
background in the club, you know, got good good support, I think. Um yeah. I, I, I don't even and we got Laura Freigang, right? So Freigang, so that's uh, you know, she's gonna she's gonna win the goalie, the Torschützenkanone. Um Frauen, of course, yeah. And uh yeah, that's all we and that's gonna help us move up the ladder. Exactly. Um so uh with so many matches there's not too much uh news kind of filtering through. Uh other than this that was released in the last twenty four hours that the pitch is currently being relayed at the stadium. In case anyone noticed the uh yeah against Gladbach and some people were posting about it on uh Twitter and such it the field looked like a plat the it looked like a plowed field like someone was trying to go crops there. It was disgusting. So I'm glad that that's finally mm -hmm. getting fixed. Here's hoping that it will be ready come time that we play Leverkusen in January. But you know, we'll see. Uh yeah, so Bundesliga action before we get to our Augsburg predictions. And we, well, I'll save the Eintracht in 2020 for the next episode. Uh, so we'll yeah. scratch that from the ledger. Um, we kind of mentioned <laughs> that uh, Bayfall Bay uh, made a change. So they lost to Stuttgart 5-1. to one. Golly. Uh, I feel like our accomplish we really accomplished something by having the one one draw with uh for having the two two draw excuse me with those guys um you know when we played Dortmund I could tell that something was off and it wasn't because we were playing so well when we played them a couple of weeks ago so mm. it's not really a shock that Dortmund has made a coaching change is just a shock of when it happened i think there's a great sigh of relief everywhere right and i personally think it's a big mistake um but that's only because like dortmund they cannot keep coaches right and i mentioned that also many times you know they're like still on the hunt for their jürgen klopp and they do not expect accept anything else um i mean with with bosch with stöger with um um uh, and of course now of course Favre and uh and, I don't know and Tuchel yeah exactly yeah I forgot that good kind of good performing coach they are they're, they're just not capable of of uh, of acknowledging um their performance I think they get gives too much strength to the players too much power to the players And that's kind of what you can see. I mean, we've been discussing Favre or they've been discussing Favre like for over a year. Like who can survive this, right? Whenever you say something wrong, whenever you kind of like um, uh, say something bad about a player or not even say, whenever you criticize maybe even rightfully a player and he feels like, Oh, that, that, uh, you know, if he feels bad about, about him, you know, you always under, undermine authority in, in a coach if you don't strengthen him a hundred percent. For example, right? So with Adi Hütter, right? There could be many reasons, um, that could be working behind his back, you know, where people say, Oh, again, Izanka, and why did he bring Barcock so late? Or why not Jonas, whatever, you know, there would be many things you could criticize. And if you're among the players, who don't get the playtime or like Danny, uh, like Da Costa and Chandler, you know, if you're one of the players who don't really get the playtime, they can, they can in the background form their little resistance or their little, you know, their, their little groups. Um, and, but if the coach like in Frankfurt, like Adi Hütte is so strong 
they don't have any power. They're, it's it's uh, it's weak. Um, like like uh, internal internal struggles are weak when the uh, when the power is strong with the coach. And with Favre, you know, like you know, whenever a player farted, you know, it was picked up by the media and everyone was doing this and and they were criticizing the way he reacts to goals, the way he looks, the way he dresses, uh, the way he kind of shouts, um, you know, all these kind of crappy... In their eyes, he could exactly, exactly, and Brian. They, he so, could I do think no right. Being so judgmental of the fact that, look, if you look at the time that Jurgen Klopp won the Bundesliga, the points tally that he got uh, for each of those two titles, mm. if you translated that to most recent seasons, he still won't have won the Bundesliga. It's just the way that the Bundesliga yeah. has changed that. Bayern has become so ruthless that unless you are constantly destroying teams week in, week out, without yeah. fail, that the very moment you drop points, like Bayern's dropped points, and now they're uh, second in the table. And they play a table-topping clash with you know, Leverkusen. And they've dropped a whole mess of points. And guess what? We're only into match day, going into match day 13. And Bayern's yeah. dropped more points now than they almost had uh, with Kovac when we beat them. So, I mean, it's all mm-hmm. on the, it's all how, kind of what perspective you put it in. Yeah, and they're just never, never satisfied, right? And it's always they, they kind of they think they're buying, they want to be champion every year, kind of, right? And whenever they don't make it, then they're like go back to their, to their old habits, you know. And and on on a long run, I don't know if this can this can really keep up, you know. It's kind of like I don't want to say they're doing a little bit of a Schalke game. I mean, they're still more uh, resilient, but Schalke wasn't a similar situation, right? They were never happy, never satisfied, and when they had somebody like Tedesco, you know, who who knew how to play their game, yeah, okay, he uh, he was uh, not performing in the second season, but still, you know, at some point you got to keep some some uh, um, some consistency and uh, not always find problems in the coach right um especially with a great team like they have you know um you know so i don't know we- we'll see um, exactly i'll predict them i'll predict them play very well with a new coach right so because they're it's kind of like the kovac flick if effect <laughs> you know um yeah, you know, they got a win and at, we'll, on Wednesday. Or no, that yeah. was Tuesday. Excuse me. They were able to get the win uh, in the later set of matches. And you know what? We'll see when it comes to um, how they perform on Friday, as they have oh, uh, they have Union Berlin, high fine Union Berlin. Uh, mm. Best of luck to them on <laughs> that. Uh, anyways, yeah. I think Roman. But I can, is I can a already do a, li- a quick prediction. Mm. Let, let me do a quick prediction on Dortmund. Just a quick one. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna Go play ahead. a great season this year, right? So they're gonna finish yeah. great, of course, second or so, something like this. Then they're gonna keep their coach for the next season. They're gonna keep it, and then the shit starts again from over, uh, fr- mm. from from scratch, right? It's just gonna start over, and uh, it's, it's gonna be the old, and then they're gonna lose a game against Augsburg, and then the discussion, oh, is the coach good enough for this, and that, then the first, I don't know. That's my prediction. Unending. 
Yeah, because Flick has the advantage. Flick can become champion with that team. You know, everyone can become uh, a champion, right? Kovac is champion with that team. Probably my grandmother would be, if she uh, would still be alive, <laughs> she would be able to become a uh, German champion with a team of Bayern. But, uh, you know, Dortmund, they just won't. <laughs> I can totally agree on that. Um, like I mentioned top match uh, outside of Eintracht's match, of course. Um, Leverkusen and Bayern, that should be a real interesting one. Um, current way that the table stands, um, 28 points is Leverkusen. Tied on 27 points, uh, separated on goal difference, is uh, Munich and Leipzig. And then you got a five-point gap between them and Borussia Dortmund on 22 points. Uh, Wolfsburg, who were defeated by Bayern uh, midweek uh, in fifth on 21 points. And then you got a hodgepodge of three teams, Union, Stuttgart, and Gladbach, all in 18 points. So we will see where the tail stands. And in case anyone wants to know, the Eintracht are a good four points away from that hodgepodge of teams on 18 points where the Still within reach. Europe, uh, in, European qualification ends and missing out begins. Yeah, of course, still within reach. That's what we need to do. Yeah, Stay I mean, in that reach. We could always win the Pokal and just be guaranteed that way. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. All right. Just beat Leverkusen. Um, Eintracht versus Augsburg. I uh, want to get our predictions in for Eintracht versus Augsburg before we say adieu. Uh, where is that you can watch the match is Flow Sports app in the Caribbean and Canada. It's Sportsnet now in Germany. It is Sky Sports Bundesliga. And, of course, in the United States, you got ESPN+. Plus. Oh, yeah, uh, our friends down under uh, BN Sports Connect in New Zealand and our friends uh, in Australia, so that's New Zealand and Australia, that is BN Sports Connect and KEO Sports. So, Roman, this Augsburg team, mid-table like us, I say win. we just say fuck it and just go for the win. And yeah. you know what? If we get embarrassed, we can at least then say, we were at least going uh, full pelt for it, and we just want to see some uh, hardcore effort, and the first half display that we saw from the team is that kind of effort that we're looking for, and you know what? If it's a wide-open match and goals are coming in from both sides, you know what? Screw it. That's fine. It's just the, you know, if it is back and forth, that's one thing. The match with Union... You were just like, oh my god, if it wasn't for Max Cruiser, that would have been a win. Uh, some people would say refereeing decisions uh, for a Gladbach game. I promised on Twitter that I would not talk about the, mm -hmm. I'd be complaining about the referees. And uh, I have uh, kept yeah. my bargain there. I am not usually one <laughs> who keeps up those. I don't usually hold up my end. So, um,. How about I let you kind of doesn't leave help with, anyway. Uh, so uh, this uh, Eintracht Augsburg discussion. 
Oh, I mean, it's uh, okay. So here again, after all the uh, negativity, the pessimism, uh, <laughs> now I have to bring back my optimism because we we gonna we have to uh, we have to start uh, our comeback, right? And we better exactly. start it already in the Hinrunde a little bit. So just gotta win against uh, Augsburg, and uh, and we do, right? I mean, like there's nothing like a draw against um, like um, you know the likes of of Dortmund and um, and and. Uh, Uh, Gladbach, um, you know, you you gotta you gotta sweeten them, you gotta ice them, you know, with a nice with like wins against Augsburg. Otherwise, you'll have a shitty icing, uh, or you'll have a shitty cake with a good icing, right? So, but you, we need the good cake. So that's why we need the win for a good cake ingredients uh, ingredient for the for the season. So that's why we're going to win, and it's going to be a straightforward two to one. Yeah, will be two. Sc- scores ahead then in the last minutes uh, Augsburg is going to come back they're going to go all the way but this time Frankfurt is going to be able to defend it um, Abraham is not going to be there right so that's yeah. it probably he's he's going to be out we saw him last time in the Frankfurt jersey yeah um, as for Abraham I think we can almost give a separate segment just for uh, his uh, contributions yeah. to the Eintracht so we'll keep that for a later episode, but my thoughts Thanks. exactly on the Eintracht versus Augsburg. Uh, we're not going to be keeping a clean sheet again, Ay, but a win is within our grasp. This is a team that their wins have been against teams who have been at the bottom end. The relegation pack guys are who Augsburg has primarily mm. gotten the their best results on the season from. And when it has come to Playing the higher-end teams, not exactly doing anywhere as well. So, Lynn's optimism for me that we've, we're in with a shot, in case anyone's wondering, well, what did they do midweek? Uh, they had a 1-0 victory over Bielefeld. I mean, yeah. kind of a... That's, if you think that that was going to be sexy, no. Um, what did they do at the weekend? That was that unbelievable. That was that uh, super late two-two uh, draw with Schalke when they were already down to ten men. Uh, like fifty-third minute. Sorry, I had to do a little fact checking on that one. <laughs> yeah, but okay. the thing was, like Schalke had just scored uh, their equalizing goal. Then the second yellow card happened, so Neil Lechner went off, and then Schalke got the second goal, and they thought, oh my god, we're up 2-1 and 10 men. So this is not a team that we can really take lightly, but it's not a team that, no. from an optimism standpoint, uh, that's going to be shooting off a whole bunch of fireworks. If you want to go even further, uh, before that, they yeah. played Hoffenheim. The la- Hoffenheim is kind of been very mediocre and bad not ever really showing mm. all too much good but you know they were able to scrounge out a 3-1 victory over Augsburg and even before that Augsburg was having to get a draw with Freiburg so the results against the um, that they're getting that have kind of put them in their rather you know mid-table spot in the Bundesliga is because they're getting results against the teams that are exclusively down at the bottom at the Bundesliga table. And that lends at least some positivity for us. So I'm predicting a 3-2 to two win. And like you, Roman, I think we're going to start collapsing because our mental fragility at the end of the game is such. 
and Hooter will start parking the bus to just try and hold out and get the victory. Uh, something that Werder Bremen was trying to do against Borussia Dortmund uh, with still almost half the match you know, remaining. <laughs> and they ended up losing to Dortmund. I uh, hope that Adi takes a look at that and says, you know what, we can hold out for the win, and we have to do that by being crafty, but I think we're still going to concede goals. So 3-2 win for the yeah. Eintracht. Roman's got a 2-1 victory for and, the Eintracht. And maybe Hinteregger is still going to have some beef, you know. Let's oh, just hope yes, that's yes, a little yes, bit yes, of yes. that, you know. So I, he's, he, he's, you know. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. So maybe. I almost <laughs> was going to let that, you know, go unspoken. So, yeah, um, that definitely would uh, make him just be gunning for the uh, – He'd be really gunning for it at the end. Uh, let's see. That's going to bring it to an end for this week's edition of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. I'd like to thank Roman for joining me. Uh, Roman, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter on SF Bay Eagles or Instagram, of course. SF Bay Eagles. And you can find me on line KCSGE. And you can also find the podcast that is at HEFpod on Twitter. Uh, facebook.com slash pod for all your latest up-to-date English language news covering the Eintracht. And of course, uh, you can always uh, drop us an email. That's Frankfurt at gmail.com. So from all of us here at the, on the podcast, thanks for listening. Uh, be smart, stay safe, and tschüss. Tschüss. Hey, I'm a fan, so I'm a la 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 la